The burgeoning number of emergency patients, many who cannot speak English because our nation has become increasingly so diverse, is causing doctors and hospitals to do something to help these patients through live video interpretation. You're listening to ReachMD Radio on XM160, the channel for medical professionals. I'm Bruce Japson, the healthcare reporter with the Chicago Tribune, and joining me today is Michael King. Mr. King is Director of Business Development at the Metropolitan Chicago Healthcare Council, a group that provides various programs, including clinical and advocacy, for more than 140 hospitals and related healthcare institutions. He has been in the nonprofit healthcare field for over a decade and also worked as a financial advisor and investment banker, most recently at the Royal Bank of Scotland. And joins us today from Springfield, Illinois, where he's taken time from a presentation he's giving on this topic. Welcome, Michael King, to ReachMD Radio on XM160, the channel for medical professionals. Thank you, Bruce. It's a delight to be here. Well, if you could, give us a little background on the need for video interpretation services, what is out there now, and what the Metro Healthcare Council is doing in the state of Illinois. I'd be delighted to. The need is a growing one, in fact, at almost a geometric rate. As the face and voice of the demographic in today's world changes, we have felt that there is a growing need uh, on a clinical point of view to address that. So MCHC has adopted a program that adopted and adapted a program that is that provides live video interpretation, clinical interpretation for people whose primary language is not English. And this also includes the uh, the deaf or hard of hearing as well. In terms of alternatives available, well, there are any number from instances in which a hospital doesn't have any medical interpreters and may look to the left and right to find anyone who happens to speak Cambodian or Spanish or whatever the patient language, primary language is, or they'll go outside, outside the emergency room to try to rein in somebody, to the other end of the spectrum, hospitals who have taken preventative measures and, and do have interpretive services uh, on call. But the problem with that kind of response is, although it's a good one, is that it, it, it takes time to call and have a medical interpreter physically come to the hospital. There are, in terms of cost, there's generally a two-hour minimum for this kind of service, whereas the what we're proposing is a live video minute payable minute-by-minute minute that's accessible within generally within 60 seconds. And the interesting thing about this, too, is if you think about it, in your program, you're going to tell us a little more about provides interpretation services in, a, in 150 languages, it would seem to me that the way a lot of hospitals are dealing with this now and doctors, if they're hiring somebody to come in, the most folks that don't speak English would tend to be coming in for emergencies, wouldn't they not? Absolutely. And that is the problem, although there are other instances where, for example, outpatient surgery or outpatient procedures where there is a scheduled appointment, there's a need for medical interpretation as well. But the primary application of this technology is in the ED, where every second counts. And so you you need to have someone who is qualified and available immediately. And with the system, walk us through how this would work. I understand there's a, a video monitor, and if you could uh, walk us, just tell us a little bit about how this would work in a situation. Let's just say uh, I'm a Polish individual, and I c- come to the ER, and, and I can't speak English. I can't even tell you what my problem, how simple is this for people? Actually, it's quite simple. Using Sinai as examples, Sinai Health System was our, our first 
adopter of this there on the west side of, of Chicago and, and serve a generally a economically challenged population as well. And it's very diverse ethnically. So what would happen is in this situation where there's a Polish individual who presents himself or herself at the ED, Sinai has a mini version of this phone. It's, it's a small, almost handheld screen where the interpretation is, is available right at admitting. And then the interpretation occurs there in terms of what, what the individual needs, then in terms of getting all the, the details for payment. Then the individual goes and, and sits down with a, with a clinician, uh, a nurse or a physician, and we have different applications, or Sinai has different applications. Some are wall-mounted units, others are wireless tabletop units, others are on a cart. So the individual sits down, assuming, that, just thinking of yourself as, as that Polish individual, you would sit down and the clinician would be sitting right next to you, and in front of you would be a 17-inch screen with a qualified medical interpreter on right facing right at you who speaks Polish. And the dialogue begins with between the, the patient and the interpreter who is interpreting Spanish for the benefit of the clinician. Then the clinician asks the, the interpreter to translate what the individual is saying, and it's a back-and-forth, very simple conversation. It's kind of like what we're doing now on telephone, but there's, there's a there's live screen so you actually can see the individual who's doing the interpretation for you. And if you could tell us who would do this? I mean, can a doctor set this up? Can a nurse set this up? A clerical worker? It's set up by the clinical staff. What what happens with any technology that MCHC installs in, in, a, in a hospital, there's, there's a, a training program for all clinical staff and all staff who are affected by the presentation of a patient. Uh, the admitting staff would also be included in this training. And so everybody who is trained knows how to, to use this technology, and it's really very simple. It's, there's, a, there's a handheld device, kind of like the device you have in your own home for turning on your TV or your DVD or whatever electronic unit you want. There's that handheld device, and you, you push one for American Sign Language, two for Spanish, and it's all menu-driven. And it, it's very simple technology, and it's also available, once again, within 60 60 seconds, and more often within 15 or 20 seconds. Well, if you're just joining us, or even if you're new to our channel, you're listening to ReachMD Radio on XM160, the channel for medical professionals. I'm Bruce Japson, the healthcare reporter with the Chicago Tribune, and joining me today is Michael King. He's the director of business development at the Metropolitan Chicago Healthcare Council, and he joins us today to talk about this interesting program they're rolling out to hospitals throughout Illinois, video interpretation. And if you could, Michael, walk us through there's cost savings here, is there not? And I mean, in a climate such as we're in with the recession and, and people looking at expenses, some hospitals might say, you know, I don't really think I'm interested in this, but there's a, a lot of money potentially to be saved, not only in the way the system is set up, but also medical errors are costly. Well, they, they certainly are, Bruce. And, and um, I'm, I'm glad you asked that question because it, it is highly relevant because there are incredible pressures on, on all hospitals today even the, the ones with the biggest balance sheets in the United States. But at the same time, there's a, a drive by hospitals to reduce costs. The win-win part of this whole proposition is that hospitals are spending a great deal of money for outside interpreters. In fact, in conversations with one large academic medical center in Chicago, 
was spending more than a million dollars on medical interpretation and found that through the use of this Ivan technology provided by MCHC, they, they could cut that cost by over 65%, cut it by two-thirds. So from that standpoint, just from the pure savings of substitution of one, one solution for another, there's a saving. Also, there's a compelling saving in terms of process improvement. Rather than have individuals spend their time trying to find a qualified interpreter, there are hospitals who just employ people to act as a liaison between the clinical staff and, and interpreter services. Those individuals could be redeployed to, to patient care. Also, oftentimes, nurses are spending a lot of time just running around trying to find an interpreter if there isn't one available, as opposed to focusing on patient care. So, and in fact, Sinai is a great example of a, of a hospital that's, that's embraced this technology. The physicians, the clinical staff at Sinai, who and Sinai just adopted this, this technology in November, within 60 days, the nursing staff and the physicians, all the clinical staff are all over this because they could see the efficacy of this technology. In fact, doctors are using this technology for rounding. They're, they're taking these units uh, that are mounted on a mobile cart from room to room. And rather than have to get an interpreter to come in, they, they use their buddy called Gold Ivan and just, just roll Ivan from, from room to room. And uh, Ivan, once again, for our listeners, is the Illinois Video Interpreter Network. And if we could, has your program, I know you're rolling it out to a lot of different hospitals, and from what I've written about it, 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 it has gotten some traction and interest across the country. Have you been able to share any measures? Uh, are, are we too, are we in it far enough along where, how often has it been used? Has it shown any sort of measurable results yet at some of the early adopters of this? That's a, that's a great question, and that, that, that is one of the, the, the driving forces behind us doing this. MCHC is, is all about involving hospitals and shared services where there are efficiencies. One of the driving forces behind this is to be able to develop clinical data that demonstrates the efficacy of this technology. Since we're kind of early on in this, I can't site data because it's too new. However, we did adopt this technology from from California that had started this oh maybe five or six years ago, and they found that the reduction of medical errors dropped significantly from what they had experienced before, and just in terms of efficiency of delivering services has had increased greatly. So one, to answer your question, Bruce, what, one of the driving forces behind this isn't just rolling it out, but is also to collect important data that, that we can share with our colleagues throughout the country. Could you give us an example of potentially a medical error, maybe a common one, maybe not so common, that would be avoided by having these type of video interpretation services? Sure. I, if I can cite a health affairs article that I, I read uh, just a couple of weeks ago that was written by uh, Dr. Warren Ferguson, and the title of the article, it was written in the November-December 08 issue of Health Affairs, and it was entitled Un Poquito, which means Dr. Ferguson, just a little, and, and he, he had observed early on, I mean, he was one of the early adopters of growing awareness of the importance of quality inter medical interpretation. He knew a little medical Spanish, this was years ago, and, and he, he knew enough, the interpreter who was doing the, the interaction between the patient and himself had interpreted, rather than saying one teaspoon three times a day, was interpreting that as one tablespoon of amoxicillin three times a day. And he said, now, wait a minute, there's something wrong here with this equation. And so what Dr. Ferguson 
said to himself, I'm going to have to increase the, the quality standards of medical interpretation in my hospital. And so he developed a speaking together program. And this is at the University of Massachusetts Medical School for students, staff, and faculty. And and he also cites in the, in the same article a 2007 joint commission study, the joint commission of accredited hospitals based here in Illinois. And their, their, their quote was, patients who do not speak English are three times more likely than English-speaking patients to have more serious problems, longer hospital stays, more unnecessary testing, lower patient satisfaction, and, and lower quality. Well, with that, I, I would like to thank Michael King, who's been our guest, and we've been talking about video interpretation services. He's the director of business development at the Metropolitan Chicago Healthcare Council, which is rolling out a unique program on video interpretation services. And I'd like to thank him for being our guest. I'm Bruce Japson, the healthcare reporter at the Chicago Tribune, and you've been listening to ReachMD Radio on XM160, the channel for medical professionals. ReachMD, online, on demand, and on the air. Please visit us at ReachMD.com. And I'd like to thank you today for listening.